What's up, guys? Before we get into this Bruins podcast, we have an ad from our presenting sponsor, One for One Clothing Company. Their mission statement, be unwavering in both quality and morality. Their slogan, wear change. For every article of clothing sold, they donate one item to the homeless. These donations include blankets, beanies, gloves, underwear, and towels. They have a new initiative going right now, bandanas for dogs. For every bandana sold, they donate one can of high-quality wet dog food to the Pets of the Homeless program. Their clothing is made only of the highest quality materials, consisting of duo and tri-blends. And at checkout right now, if you put in discount code SOB10, that's discount code SOB10, you'll get 10% off your entire purchase. So go check them out at oneforoneclothingco.com or on IG at oneforoneclothingco. Was a good girl, never want to be late, complain, express ideas in her brain. What's up guys? Welcome back to the state of Boston. I'm your host as always, Anthony Corrado. We're gonna jump feet first right into this Bruins trade deadline slash Bruins vs. Sabres podcast. First we'll go over the uh the 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 blockbusters that rest in peace blockbuster by the way. Was there anything better? Was there anything better than going to Blockbuster when you were like 12, getting a game in a movie? Ugh, kids don't know. Goddamn kids. All right, Blockbuster trades from um, Don Sweeney and Cam Neely. Like them both, I mean, as of last night, very short sample size, but I liked what I saw for the most part. So the the big one is Taylor Hall, clearly. If you guys aren't enveloped into the NHL like I am. Taylor Hall is kind of a misguided, misunderstood NHL star. Might be on his last legs, like might be a not he's not even a has been, he's almost like a never was. This is kind of a last ditch effort. He's almost like a he's like a Cam he's almost like a Cam Newton, but the com- but the complete opposite. Like, the opposite problems. Like, Cam is a great guy, easy to root for, great teammate, leader. He just can't really play that well. Taylor Hall can play. He can play his ass off, but he's an asshole. Like, he, his personality doesn't gel a lot with a lot of te- I think he's been on five different teams. Five, this is his fifth or sixth different teams to stop with the Bruins. Uh, he's been referenced as being the worst teammate of like certain um, cer- certain anonymous NHL players 
have gone on record and said, this is the worst guy that I've ever been in a locker room with. So it's, like I said, it's kind of the opposite. But, again, Sweeney and Cam Neely's thinking on this is we possibly have, like, the best room in the NHL. You have Bergeron, you have Marchand, you have Charlie Coyle, you have even even young guys like Charlie McAvoy who have made deep playoff runs who are who do the right things, who lead by example, who also know all the right things to say. If they can get to a guy like this and, you know, fix his mental as the saying goes and just get in help which will help get him going. Uh, he only has well, he, well he, again, he came from the worst organization. Him and their new guy, the other new guy, Curtis Lazar, who played great last night. He played the best out of all three of the the new acquisitions last night by far. That's neither here nor there. If you can get Taylor Hall off this two-goal schneid, if you can get to, if you can get him to start putting the the biscuit in the basket, as they say. This, I mean, <laughs> you're putting you're putting a real guy and a former league MVP on the same line with David Krejci. David Krejci gets a lot of shit. He doesn't score a lot of goals. He scored a nice goal last night. I mean, it was wide it was a wide open net rebound, but like he was there. He was there and he put it in. He didn't completely miss the net like he likes to do. Um I mean, if you, if you get those two guys going, it's going to be a di- and you keep that perf- that quote-unquote perfection line going up on the top that top line, that top six, I mean, it's a, it's about a great top six. It's about, the the NHL playoffs is about a great top six and a shutdown defensive pair. You're right there if we can get this Taylor Hall kid going. Call them a kid. We're exactly the same age. I put this in in post-production, but goaltending helps too. Goaltending is actually, like, way more important than a top six or a shutdown defensive pair. Hot goalie can win you the whole thing. So, I mean, those first two are important, but goaltending. I misspoke. It's about the goaltending in the playoffs. Okay, back to the episode. Uh, anyways, we can we can jump right into the game last night. I, and I want to talk more about, about Hall and Lazar than anything. So, <laughs> I got really excited for this move when I first heard of it. Because I just like the idea of it. I like the idea of... I, I can see where... Like I said, I can see where Sweeney and Neely are coming from. Like, if we can get this guy in our room in with our leaders and this coach, we might be able to... You know, we might be able to turn this kid around and re, revitalize his career in Boston. So, I had some high hopes. And, of course... <laughs> the for I, I I had barely got a, something to drink, and I'm going to sit down, and the Bruins are down one nothing. I barely, I think it was a minute minute twenty two in, somebody's Buffalo scored a goal. I'm like, oh that's sick, that's good, great way great way to start off the the Taylor Hall era. Lose to lose to the worst team in professional sports, his former team. That's good. This is gonna be fun. I was like, this is gonna be a fun night. So, the. The Bruins did play down to their competition the whole first period. And Hall was nervous. His first two times out on the ice, his first two shifts, he had two very bad turnovers in the defensive end. One he threw it one he threw a pass just straight up the middle, no look. 
and it got picked off, led to a chance. And then his second shift in the defensive zone again, he was like, "Oh, I'm not going to I'm not going to make a stupid pass again. I'm going to skate it out." And three literally just got swarmed by three Buffalo Sabres. Still gave the puck up. I don't think that one led to a chance, but regardless, he struggled. He struggled in that first period. But once he got going a little bit, he got he got better as the game went on. The nerves went away. There was even some there was some emotion to him as the game went on too. I've also heard that from things that I've read. People that are in the know, writers and former players online, that he he can be kind of listless sometimes, kind of emotionless, and there was a there was a couple of times last night there was a, a hand pass that was ruled when the Bruins were in their offensive zone and they had some good offensive zone time coming and he started losing his mind, he's screaming at the ref, showing a lot of emotion, loved that, and then there was. Again, a long, a long stretch in the offensive zone, and the freaking guy dives. He dove for a puck, full out, trying to keep it in. He didn't keep it in, but the effort there from a quote unquote you know superstar is huge. You know, when when there's when there's effort there like that, and there's a fire, and a guy that's you know apparently disconnected and doesn't care and is is selfish and all you know all these labels that he's gotten because he's been on so many teams in his career and so many guys have disliked playing with him I think it's great I think it's a great start again was it the Bruins best game is the and even if it was their best game again it's against the Buffalo Frank Franklin High School could probably beat the Buffalo Sabres right now for God's sakes like who's what, what, what what are we talking about but again, at least at least they didn't lose. It took them till overtime to get it. At least they didn't lose. They're off on the right foot with these new guys. Curtis Lazar on that fourth line, that could be a game. Ch- I mean, him and Wagner last night basically. And I don't want to give them too much credit. I don't want to say they jump started the whole, you know, the whole thing. But they had uh, right at the halfway point of the first period, they were in the buffalo zone for like a minute and 30 seconds they're getting shots they're get keeping pucks in they were stealing pucks wagner buried one of their defensemen stole the puck him and lazar kept the you know got, got those guys going you know they're like hey guys we, we got a hockey game tonight hockey game started 10 minutes ago we should probably start playing like we're losing one to nothing to these friggin jamokes so you know that was great to see fourth line hitting checking Getting the rest of the boys going, getting fired up. Oh, by the way, both fights last night. What are we talking? I mean, do not fight any. Do not fight Nick Ritchie on the Bruins. What are you doing? Do not fight Kevin Miller. What are you doing? You will get wrecked. You're gonna get literally. I think the only guy in the in the NHL who can beat up Kevin Miller is Zdeno Chara. And maybe Milan Lucic. Those are two guys. I mean, after I le- after you listen to this, leave something in the comments on either IG or Facebook or whatever. If you think there's a guy in the NHL right now that can beat up Kevin Miller, other than Zdeno Char or Milan Lucic, you gotta let me know because I'm I'm not sure there is one. 
<laughs> that punch that he that dude who he knocked out was six seven. Who was named Thompson? I think it's Thompson. Six seven two twenty. He's given up. He's given up like twenty pounds and in six or seven inches of reach, and he just buries the guy. Oh, what a, I I st- I stood up and started clapping in my living room. That was I mean good show, good show, Kev. Holy cow! I knew there was something else I wanted to get to. Those two fights last night by those gorillas. I mean, Nick, <laughs> Nick, you fight the you fight the strongest, the two strongest guys on the ice. That's just, it's just not. <laughs> it's such a perfect metaphor for the for the Sabres season. They had they had two fights last night. They didn't throw a punch. <laughs> they didn't throw they didn't throw a single punch to poor two poor bastards. They've only had like four or six fighting majors the whole year. They can't do any. Isn't isn't that the worst? That that's another reason why the Sabres might be the worst. They don't do anything well. They do nothing well. Like if you're gonna suck. Like, maybe have a couple of goons and, like, a couple of tough guys. And when you're getting your ass kicked, like, you can, you know, that old saying, what is it? Uh, you may have won the battle but lost the war or lost the battle, won the war, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. Well, you know what they say. People in glass houses sink ships. <laughs> but, like, have have a couple of guys that will keep it respectable. You know, they can't, you know, if, if you're going to if you're gonna be, like, Fs at everything, why don't you, why don't you be, like, a C in toughness? They're, they're, what a, what an inept organization. My God, my God. But, you know, that's, that's the way they want to run it, I guess. I have no, I have no, I also heard, I forget, I think my brother was telling me he read something that the, the Sabres GM, it is like, his, his experience, his whole experience is like, he was an equipment manager in like the WHL. Or like the or like a juniors team, and then the owner the owner for the Sabers was like, yeah, sure, yeah, hi, yeah, like for like Frank Pantangeline and Godfather too, yeah, sure, you know. So I said, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, all right, so this isn't a say this isn't a kill the Sabers because they're terrible podcast. Although it might sound that way, this is a Bruins podcast, so. What are we going to go over? What are we going to go over? Swayman. Oh, boy, do I love that. Oh, it took me 12 minutes to get to the friggin' the, the highlight of the last couple weeks. This Swayman kid, I mean, get Tuka Rask out of here. I don't care if I see Tuka Rask play another game in the spoked B. Get him up. Out, out, out. Go. Go. You're not. Take your $8 million and go golf somewhere, somewhere where you can golf year-round. Go somewhere. Bye. 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 What's that family guy when fucking uh, Peter starts throwing everybody off the off the pier? Bye. 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 Yeah, get him out. Sw- Swayman in, Rask out for me. I'm sorry. So something else that uh, it's a little concerning for me other than uh, Tuka Rask not just not just refusing to play i get not refusing to play i'm sure he's hurt but other than my issues with him a guy i really have an issue with right now charlie coyle no goals no goals in 20 games what are we again what what are we doing what's what's up charlie what's up chuck you want to talk about it no he had a great he's had a couple great shootout goals 
he's the, the last um you know the last week or two the the shootouts gone two nothing Boston both and he's led them both off with basically the same the same move he has he has great moves he has great finishing ability just five on five and also in the overtimes three on three he just can't he can't get off the schnitt he he him and Pasternak Pasternak another guy who's just been clueless on basically all month just has nothing has a, a walking talking turnover it doesn't matter which line he's on he's just had another had another couple of whiffs last night on that game should have never gone into overtime about three minute three and a half minutes left i think kevin miller found him down low miller has that nice little head fake coming off the right hand boards he did it like three or four times last night he does that little pinch and he does that head fake like he's gonna come around and he throws it across across the ice and back up towards the blue line. He's great at that. He's a, that's a nice little that's a nice little move he has in his arsenal. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, the Bruins penalty kill was great again. I mean, they have the best penalty. They have the two best penalty killers in the league. They're they're on the same line. Their names are Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand. They're absolutely ridiculous. McAvoy McAvoy played great last night. As always, he's gonna get. I mean, he's going to get Norris Trophy votes. We've been over it. Uh, he's usually the fastest guy on the... You know you know who looked pretty fast last night? Late in the third period? Uh, and even in overtime? DeBrusque. DeBrusque. He showed a little foot. He can be... You know who Jake DeBrusque is? He's a less consistent Marcus Smart. That's who he is. He's like He has this talent, and he does a lot of these little things right... But then there's sometimes where he has the puck, or even sometimes when he doesn't have the puck, and you're like, "Dude, do you fucking play this game? Like, have you ever played this game? What's what's wrong with you?" It's it it's in he him and Pasternak, probably the two most infuriating players to watch on this team, because DeBrusque not as not as much so as Pasternak because he's projected as like an an all star possible MVP candidate. Uh, Tied for the Rocket Richard Trophy last year with Ovechkin, most for the most goals in the league. Like he's gonna be a very very top end talent, but DeBrusque is supposed to be like this top six lefty forward sniper. And you rarely, I mean, other than in that again the shootout where him and Coyle, you know, they can't score five on five, but you put those guys in the shootout. I was so he did shut me up though last night. I was like I was. I bit my knuckles like this. I go, fucking kill Nebraska. I fucking kill me. I was, I was like, how are you not gonna throw Taylor? I don't know if Taylor Hall was gonna go third. I was like, how do you not throw Taylor Hall out there and see if we can get something going with this guy? See if we can get a a, a shootout goal with him. And of course, he shut my goddamn mouth because what the hell do I know? I'm not the, I'm not the coach. I don't I don't watch the guy practice every day. I don't know. But. Yeah. So all in all, where where are we at? We're in, yeah, almost twenty minutes. Okay. So we'll we'll wrap it up because I've been I've been blabbing plenty and we've gone over a bunch of stuff. So the state we're at right now with the Bruins is optimistic. We're very optimistic. We're we're poised to make the little cup run. Taylor Hall is going to get off the Schneid, and you know he like I said in that. That second period and even into that third period, he he got going a little bit. Even on the on the power play, 
He had some nice possession. A couple of his shots got blocked. He got robbed on the, the Craig Smith goal of a of an assist. I'm sure of it. I mean, the, the, the guy didn't have possession of the puck. Like, it should be... It's it's not like it's not like soccer. If they don't have possession, it, it, it's not just because it, it nicked off somebody's blade. It doesn't mean it wasn't a pass that he doesn't get an assist for. But I digress. Whatever, whatever. We get Taylor Hall going. We keep Lazar on that fourth line. Him, Wagner, and Corrali bringing the noise. Four checking. Just checking, checking in general. Just making it hard to play against. And then Mike Riley, who who played a good, a decent amount of minutes last night, twenty two minutes. I was I was more than fine with him. Love the th- love all three of these acquisitions. I can't wait to keep watching them. They they are making me even again. Even though the game last night was very inconsistent, and they did play down to the Sabers' talent level for a good portion of that game, there was an there was enough shown by those new guys that. It's going to intrigue me the rest of the way to see if they can if they can make another run. If they can make another run. And that's what it's all about. Making a run. So I'm gonna run right now. Thank you for listening. You can follow on Instagram at the state of Boston. You can follow on Twitter at state underscore Boston. Like and subscribe on all the podcasting networks again except for apple music which takes forever still haven't got the confirmation email hopefully it will come sometime before the stanley cup playoffs start we'll see might have to email them but i digress thank you again for listening we'll see you next time